Global Gundam style, everybody. My name is Phoenix, and I use they, them pronouns. Hi, I'm Max. I use he, him pronouns. Gundam's back. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Do you I remember? Know. Yeah, like, I think I almost forgot it was going to be, but now, um, here we are. I this is know. Wow Cool Robot, a podcast about Gundam. Yeah, yeah. Surprise, um, bitch. I bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. Yeah, yeah like... I mean, everybody, I mean, like, you were getting, like, pretty busy with, like, moving and stuff, so, like... Well, it wasn't moving. I did get married again, double married. I <laughs> I, I feel like I've told the story on the pod of, like, we've been married for a year, but we had, like, locked in the date of when we are going to have the actual thing, so that turned into the vow renewal, but it was still a ceremony that we had to plan and invite people to and do a lot of shit. Let me tell you, it, it was a lot... <laughs> I, I hesitate to say it sucked because it didn't. I had a lot of time and it was a lot of fun, but holy shit, it was exhausting. Yeah, um, I, yeah, like a few of my cousins actually did that during the pandemic. And also I'm pretty sure that my uncle that I visited still thinks that um, Max and I are actually the people who got married because I had that uncle who thought that like, oh, you're doing a podcast. Oh. Mm -hmm. You are uh, podcasting oh with someone, the deepest form of commitment two people can share. And speaking of um, commitment. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, they're engaged in the show, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Like, that's kind of like. That's what... kind of the whole fucking thing of the show, isn't it now? Yeah, like <laughs> Mirene and um, Mirene and Saletta. Wouldn't quite say that they are couple goals at this point, but they're uh, no, you know, they're kind of they're going through a bit of a rough patch, let's uh, call it. Uh, but like, I mean, like it's realistic. Let's be like realistic people, and let's not like get like lost in like the um sort of like uh I don't really know like sort of like this whole like skewed version of what. Of how, like, people talk about, like, Yuri, like, oh, it's all, like, wholesome, ooh-ooh, like, cute girls doing cute things stuff. I think slamming a dude into strawberry jam is cute if you do it for your partner. Yeah. That's, that's fucking commitment right like, there. Like, during the break, I actually, um, I actually kind of have been, like, boning up and, like, studying my Yuri history. Fuck yeah, know where, yeah, know where you came from. Yeah, like, studying some Yuri history. I've also dabbled in some Yaoi history. Ooh. And realizing that, just saying that, that just, like, describing any, like, just saying any noun with the word Yaoi in front of it is really, really funny. Um, let's see. Yaoi cuisine. <laughs> That's yeah. just like that's like that's fucking salad fingers right there. You get the those yaoi hands. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Right, what, <laughs> we're here to talk about Gundam. I'm gonna if 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 I don't get stopped, I'm just gonna talk put yaoi in front of words for quite some time. So I think Phoenix, it's time to talk about a little bit of Gwitch. Gwip? Gwitch. Gwitch. God. God. It's a new year, new me. I'm calling it Gwitch now. Okay. Episode 13, The Envoys from Earth. The Plant Queta incident has been swept under the rug, and everyone is back at Athacassia Academy 
for our regularly scheduled schooling. Siletta takes part in a serial battle to settle her backlog of her backlog of duels as everyone else prepares for open campus where students from other schools get to visit and see what Atacasia is like. It's not all sunshine and rainbows as Sophie Poulogne and Noria Dunoff are now attending Atacasia as transfer students brought in by Shadik to throw things into disarray. Mika continually confronts them, threatening to cast out all three of them when they are eventually when they eventually attack and try to kill Nika in the Gundam Act, which Noria stole to try and research its gun format. Tsugata saves Nika and challenges them to a duel, which they agree to for some reason. Lastly, with Mirene still off campus, watching over Delling, Prospera approaches her and asks her to take over Quiet Zero in Delling's absence. Yeah, fucking... I know, God. like, uh, I know, like, the Code Geass guy, like, one of them, there actually is two of them, like, one of the Code Geass guys is in charge of this show, and I have to say, like, bruh, do you remember what Zero was like? That dude was definitely not quiet. He was a lot of things, but he was definitely not quiet. I liked the part when Zero held Iris's corpse in his hands and said, What am I fighting for? Ira? Uh, from what, Mega Man X5, I think that was? Look, here's yeah. the thing. Zero is maybe the coolest name to call someone. Like, Project Quiet Zero, yeah, that sounds badass as hell. I don't care what it is, it's cool and I like it. Just because yeah. it's a cool name. Um, but Zero this, Zero that. The Zero is the project. But before then... Um, we start out just with just straight up action because Suleta has been gone. I think this takes place two weeks ish after the end of the first core. I'm remembering my predictions from when we dropped off at the last core. Right. And I actually was going to expect that to. Um, I was expecting the break to be a lot longer than just two weeks. Like I was expecting I, like a I month. Know. That week. Well, I think, you know what it was? It was the two weeks between episode 12 and 13. But also, like, it's been about two months since a lot of the stuff has happened. Because, like, there was, a, like, a, a month-long or two-month-long break, like, before they went to Plant Quetta because Ariel was getting rebuilt. So, Suleta comes back. Yeah. It's still been, like, a yeah. it's been a chunk of change. Um, like, I also noticed um, it kind of took a really long, like, the serial duel that they were doing, um... Elon Ceres is back again. He's nice. Hey, he's funny. <laughs> I like this guy now. <laughs> like, like I still really miss Elon for like um. I do like a mopey dude. Like I do like a mopey dude, and like I kind of like I still kind of am having a hard time letting go of um emo Elon. Elon like, is literally a funny. It's like, like he's a funny, silly guy now. The, the, so, yeah, sorry. So, so Leta has to do this uh, serial duel because she has a whole backlog of duels. Uh, we see some new mobile suits. They're cool. I like the one that has the fucking, like, spinny blade arms on it. Um, I love and punch. 
absolutely love this new bunch of freaks that show up. These, these, all of these new suits suck in very funny ways. They look like fucking one-off Xeon suits from the One Year War. They're very silly. Um, but with the the shot inside the dueling committee, I think that during like the heading up to the end when we started to get into like the Xeon weirdos, I'm pretty sure in like their design department, somebody decided that um, it would be a good idea to have a take your kid to work day in their mobile suit design department. And I guess some of the design, and I guess they must have had also had a contest for the kids to design new mobile suits for Xeon. And some of those drawings done by the kids ended up getting ended up getting shuffled into the regular suit designs for Xeon during the end of the war. The fact that the the Joagu exists is just like endlessly funny to me. We made like a fucking giant beam finger elephant man, and we love him, and he's he's delightful. Um, but yeah. I, I like I was saying, was yeah. Um, but but going back to um, uh, the dueling committee, yeah, Elon's there being just a funny, silly guy. Like the whole dueling committee is like, hey, he's different, right? And one of them straight up says, I'd say he's a different person now, looking directly into the camera. <laughs> it's very good. It cracks me the hell up. Lampshading.tvtropes.com. Um, I don't remember how URLs work. <laughs> Lampshading.tumblr.com. Um, we, Suleta, look, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I really am not a fan of the aerial rebuild. I think it's worse than regular Ariel. I get why it exists, the design. It's more eh, militaristic and, and darker blues. It's design language. But also, I miss the nice, brown, bubbly Ariel. I mean, like, I did end up watching Gundam Seed, too. So, um, yeah, I have to fucking say, you I want everything like to be sharp and pointy everywhere? I like a backpack, okay? They're very fun and practical, and you can keep your granola bars in it. That's so fucking true. And applesauce. Granola bars. Like, everybody, like, everybody should have granola bars on them at all times. Like, you could keep so many granola so bars in all of them. I think of that. Um, Shuleta wins, like, all the duels, because, you know, she has to. Um, we finally hear, more importantly than the duels, we finally hear Haro talk. Uh, there's the one boy uh, from, I think, Jaturk House, uh, who's like on the dueling committee, who always kind of has a Haro with him. And Haro talks, and it's not the really kind of chirpy Amuro Genki voice. It just kind oh, of like, <sighs> it's kind of like a weird, soft, it, it, it's like, I don't know, it, it's like a weird, softer voice that I'm, it, it seems almost like sinister in a way. Uh, it, yeah. it's, it's not the Haro I'm used to, but it's a Haro nonetheless. Yeah, like, I guess we haven't even gotten to, like, the other series that have Haro's in them other than you see. <laughs> That's true. I know Haro shows up. I don't know much about these other Haro's, though. Um, yeah. So after... Again, like, so, so... I watched Gundam Seed during the break. It's like, I think that those ones, like, they sound, like, really, really cute. And I really, really like them. But, like, this is, like, chill Haro. Yeah, this horror is a little too. This horror is fucking. This, this horror is partaking in the herb, that fucking space weed. Uh, so Suleta wins her serial duel. Uh, no one's surprised. Everyone's like, "Ah, oh, shit!" Aerial rebuild is a machine that surpasses every other suit in the Benerit group. 
uh, which means that we're going to get some probably new design suits that are going to surpass the aerial rebuild because Bandai wants to sell me kits and it's going to work. Although, like, I'm pretty sure we're never going to get any of those jobbers unless we go on P-Bandai. I don't know. So you say that, but, like, I think they've put out a kit for basically every single suit we've seen in G-Witch so far. Even, like, shit that didn't even show up in the first core and stuff that showed up for one single scene. I think they're really going all in on G-Witch kits because Ariel sold better than literally any kit in Bandai history, I believe. So I think they realize, oh, people like, like these things. Yeah, like, like, I'm not sure if they're going to go and, like, get out, like, like break out, like, Blender or whatever they're used, whatever they use to, like, design the runners to, like, come up with, like, a whole completely new, like, mold for, like, the um, buzzsaw hands, even though that that's cool. And I really, really love that. Yeah, that, that's going to be, like, a, a, a solid beam effect, probably. But still... Beam effects are cool. They're nice. Um, hey, yeah. the new OP is good. Um, I'm still like, I'm still like 50-50 on it. Like, um, it took forever to get to it, though. It was like, like, they ended up having to show like the entire like dual sequence. And like, I thought yeah. that like they were going to play it like right when I thought that they were going that it was going to play like right when um Suleta launched to start the duel. Right. And then we would pick I, up the after. Like I thought that that was going to happen. So I think that like maybe having it like in that weird spot, like after she was done with all of the duels kind of just made it like come out of nowhere and i really wasn't like hyped to listen to an anime opening right to it it was like placed really weird mm. i will say i did i was surprised the first episode had the op i thought they were gonna wait until the second one to drop it um i do think that yoasobi's the blessing is better like comparing just the two but this one, it's a slash by Yama. This one rips. I like it. It's sadder. It's darker. You know, it's it, it thematically fits with the direction the show is going. Everyone looks really sad in it, especially Bob. Yeah, yeah, Bob. Also, I noticed, like, at the first part when they were, like, showing um, Saleta, she was, like, going around, and then there was, like, this square thing around her that looked like an iPad. So it's like, mm -hmm. oh, like, the iPad. IPad. She has become the iPad now. That's not thematic in any other point. She has become an iPad. Suleta got iPad. An iPad. Um, I did notice we don't really get any new mobile suits in the opening. Like, it's still the Michaelis and the Darabald and the uh, Feract. We do see the Darabald again, which is, yeah. like, I really, really love that. Because, like, I have to say, I think the Darabald, just, like, design-wise, is probably, like, my favorite. It got. It very much got destroyed. I don't know why it's there. They have to rebuild it, I guess. But like, it yeah, got like, destroyed. I, yeah, like I really, really like that one's design. I really love like the red and the green. It's like I know that's like pretty basic for like a Gundam fan of like that color comma, but like it stands, it slaps. I love. Oh, it fucks. Oh no, no. I, I've built sit. Since we last recorded, I've built a lot of the high-grade G-Witch kits. Um, the only one I have left to build is actually Ariel. But I built a Darabald, and yeah, that thing is so sick. The, the gigantic shoulder blade things, the huge-ass spear. It's white hands and feet, too, which is strange. 
I haven't really managed to get any, um, I haven't really managed to get much Gunpla building in during the break because, like, I've been busy, like, looking at, like, trying to find a new job. But, um, yeah. So, like, that, I've Gunpla been in between that and I've been busy, so I haven't been really able to build. But, like, I do actually have um, the real great God Gundam, and I'm really but, excited yes. for that. Like, I've never actually built a real grade before. Real grades, modern real grades are completely like it's a league of its own. I love real grades. Yeah, like, and like I've heard the, the modern really ones good, are just so good. I've heard good things about the real grade God Gundam, so I think I picked it right. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing: the latest real grade will always be the best real grade they make. That's just how it works. Yeah, I think. Wait, did did they announce a real grade Master Gundam, or did I imagine that? I'm pretty uh, I need sure. To Google this. That. Like, that would be really cool, but, like, please, like, I'm sending this out into the universe, real Grade Master Gundam, please. I think I literally dreamed that that happened, and it's not real, because I swear to God they announced that there's going to be a real Grade Master Gundam. Am I crazy? Sound off in the comments if I'm crazy or not. Um, what about a Master Grade see. Real What about a Master Grade Real Gundam? <laughs> <laughs> pretty good um so after the op uh we we, we learn plant quet has just been completely swept under the rug we're not talking about that it's a fucking cover-up because of course it has to be uh which is a the way that the show has to you know maintain the status quo and b yeah of course they'd cover up something like that in real life if a bunch of terrorists attack the Benaret group like you don't want people to know about that that's gonna affect our fucking stock bottom line uh yeah like everyone is kind of stonks the stonks everyone's kind of fucked up about it and like really sad not suleta suleta's doing great she is so happy she's taking care of mirene's tomatoes she's like running everything in her absence she's like on top of the world yeah yeah she is happy for her uh we we see shadik who gives a presentation to like the benerit group heads on donna fold uh all we know is that, like, they have Jaturk mobile suits somehow, and we don't know what these new suits are, but we do know that they use permit systems. Uh, and for some reason, like, Lauda being the acting CEO, Lauda Neil, uh, Gwell's half-brother, has to, like, defend himself, even though he's been CEO for a grand total of two weeks, because, remember, Gwell killed his own dad, <laughs> so Lauda has to become the CEO now. That's a mm. pretty shitty situation to find himself in. Wait, I didn't really think... Wait, Gil didn't kill his own dad. That was Bob, remember? Oh, you fuck, you're right. It was Bob. My my mistake. It was it was Gwell's good friend, Bob. Thank you so I much. I mean, I don't um, really think be that good friends after this. Like, that didn't kill his dad. Even though, like, his dad was a jerk to him. Like, that's still, like, kind of a hard thing to, like, handle. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't wait for the Gwell-Bob scene that we're going to definitely get in this season. Uh, we get we get a very ominous shot that I imagine we're going to come back to at some point of like a bunch of suits are heading out from space to Earth to hunt down Donna Fold and you get this really wide shot of like to like ships and a bunch like squadrons of mobile suits flying out it's the last we see of it in these set of episodes but like Benerit is going to attack Donna Fold and hunt them down at some point oh there's finally going to be a war like they're finally doing it like there's going to be Finally, a Gundam series that has war in it. It took them long enough. Yeah, um, yeah. We, uh, 
Shadiq talks to Sirius. By the way, I'm pretty sure I've been calling Sirius Zanelli Grassley this entire time, just because he runs the Grassley Corporation. His name's not Grassley, it's Sirius Zanelli, and I guess I just didn't know that until now. Uh, but I'm here to say it, Shadiq's father is Sirius. Sirius, Dinosaur means Dinosaur Manelli, got it. Uh, Liza Manelli. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thunder Liza Manelli. <laughs> Uh, stupid, stupid podcast, stupid show. Um, uh, he he doesn't know shit about the Gundams. He says to Sirius, Shadix does. Um, and he's tasked. He, he's okay. Shadix doing a lot of shady shit, and I imagine that the vast majority of this is like behind his dad's back, as we see in the next episode. But pretty sure he's going he, to kill his dad. Uh, almost as assuredly, or ransom, kidnap him. He's doing something to his dad. Um. We kind of cut, we see Suleta, she's calling her mother, and look, as if it wasn't very, very obvious that Prosper is a villain, like, she's, she has Suleta fucking, like, in the palm of her hand. At, at one point, you know, Prosper is sort of consoling her about having to turn a guy into a pile of strawberry jam, and she's like, well, you're just doing it to protect Meereen, and Suleta's like, that's right, mother, if you say so, it has to be true. Mama Girl! Said, no! Mama said that it was quite... All right. Mama said it was plant quite all right to smack a guy so hard he turns to a pile of goo. It's good, actually. I mean, look, it's 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 good that she did it because she saved Meereene. And I'm glad, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm glad that the show isn't really dwelling on that. And like we see Prosper telling Suleta and Prosper telling Meereene, hey, it's good that she did it. And they're like, yeah, you're right, but it sucks. And I'm glad that, like, that's kind of, like, what the, where the show leaves it. Like, there's not a lot of hemming and hawing over Slit as a murderer. Like, she, it's very obvious the show is, like, not interested in making that a moral quandary of, like, yeah, it sucked, but she had to do it. And it, like, kind of moves on. Because, yeah, like, like, there's a lot of discourse around that shit. Yeah, it's, like, I mean, come on. Like, yeah. Like, self-defense. Like, yeah. Yeah, because let us slap. Ba-bam! Uh... So we move from there. We see Suleta. She's talking with Nika. Nika's fucked up majorly more than anyone else. Because again, terrorist connections, you know how it is. We've all been there. Uh, Nika is just, Nika's like, oh, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. And Suleta kind of like wants to give her advice. And, you know, she says that Nika's a precious friend to her. Suleta does not know that, like, bruh, like, I caught, like, you are, like, bruh, like, this is like, we are on, like, different levels of this. <laughs> you were like a little baby. Watch this. Yeah, uh, Suleta tells Nika her mom's mantra. You know, if you move, if you retreat, you gain one. If you move forward, you gain two. And at this point, who else shows up but Sophie Poulone and Noria Dunok that nobody recognizes? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think they might have not even seen them outside of like their mobile suits. Maybe like they Nor- had to have not. <laughs> I was so shocked when they showed up. Yeah, but um, I actually have to say something about, like, I have kind of, like, there has always just been something, like, kind of off about that whole, like, if you move forward, you gain... Oh, it, it's, it's effectively forward. brainwashing, right? It's it's helping Prospera helps let it rationalize stupid shit she does. It's not really, like, I think that it's, like, a brainwashing, like, Manchurian candidate winter soldier activation phrase. It's just more that, like, um... I definitely think that it might sound more like a saying in Japanese, and it just got translated really weirdly. Like, um, 
I guess maybe it's spoiled because like I kind of live in the South, but like when you have like some of the other phrases, like I don't know, like uh, knee high like, to a grasshopper. Yeah, or like a uh, long tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. It's like it just kind of sounds that one's pretty off. Good. Like when I come, when like I come from like a place where like that is what like a saying sounds like. That is what mom wisdom sounds like. That is what meemaw wisdom sounds like. Right. That is what wisdom sounds like instead of just like this sort of like rather um unpoetic sort of like it's a bit clunky they've really doubled and tripled and quadrupled down on the saying because Soleta says it basically every single episode i'm sure that's a that's a very good point actually it probably does sound a lot better in japanese though yeah like it's like i guess like it they just like i guess it's like doesn't really work as a catchphrase and like they could have come up with something better i guess i'll have to like think of like what i would have said like it doesn't really sound like a saying. It just sounds like something that somebody says. Yeah. It sound off in the comments if you have a better answer for that. That's my new catchphrase from now on. Like <laughs> um, so they they explain, because again, I guess no one fucking remembers Sophie's voice, even though she was like screaming over her intercom. Maybe she wasn't. Maybe she was just talking to herself. Who knows? Regardless, she explains they're Earthians. They're, they're brought here to join Earth House and... And they introduce themselves with their names, Sophie Pulo, Noria Dunok. No one, this is not a red flag to anyone except for Nika, who knows them. Um, I really like, so Sophie's like kind of started moving her shit into Earth House already. We see her stuffed animals and she's like, oh, this is my family. This is my mom and my dad and my siblings. And they're just like the most like ratty, overused, well-loved stuffed animals imaginable. It's very, very cute. I mean, I was thinking, I was going to say that it was sad. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's both, right? It's sad, but, like, I I, I like to believe that the, they actually, well, I don't know, shit. Because, like, we very much do see that Haro replaces one of them very quickly. And, but... like, the rat fell off. Like, Haro's her mom now, I guess. I wish Haro was my mom, too. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. Like, I would love to have Haro for a mom. Uh, but, you know, everyone loves them. Everyone's a hu- huge fan of them. I really like uh, where Sophie's like, all right, Soleta, you're going to be my big sister now, right? And Soleta's like, I will be the best big sister imaginable. I will teach you everything there is to know. She gets so, like, you know, puffed out about the role. It's very cute. I like I like, I like, like confident Soleta now. I mean, she's still f- crazy, but she's confident a little bit more. Yeah. She's coming into her own now. Yeah, yeah. Like, um. She killed a man. Yeah, like. She's growing she's up. Not- like, uh, yeah, like she's not running home back where there's a pie because she's like heading because like the bakeries. Right. I don't know. Like, I am terrible at coming up with phrases like I'll have to like think on this in order uh-huh. to with it. Like, it's just like it just sounds like a saying. Not It doesn't sound like a saying. It sounds like something somebody just says. Mm-hmm. That's what podcasting is, though. Uh, so later that night, Nika confronts Noria and says, hey, you're a terrorist. Why are you here? And Noria blows her off. She just says, you're a go-between. You don't need to know anything. She pulls a knife on Nika and is like, hey, we have different goals. Let's keep it that way. Goodbye, or I'll stab you. Yeah. yeah. Like, Very, all right, sicko shit. I love it. Great. Thank you, Noria. Yeah, like, he is not messing around. No, she really is not. Um, and then we, we, we cut to, I don't think we even mentioned it. The school's doing like an open campus type thing. 
Um, they're going to do a festival soon. It's like every Japanese high school, lest you forget this is a show about high school. Uh, and like, it's just Suleta taking Sophie around and Sophie getting in trouble doing fucking hooligan shit, like popping wheelies on the scooter and like doing scooter tricks down the stairs during mobile suit exhibition and like eating food off of the Haro kids plate in the cafeteria. It's very cute. It's very funny. I like Sophie a lot. I hope nothing happens to her next episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really like this continued plot line of Elon five doing the most fucking like zero effort asking Slita out and being like, Oh rats. Nevertheless, let me try again tomorrow. <laughs> Like, he's not trying. He's walking up and saying, go out with me. And Slita says no. And he's like, ah, oh, beans, I gotta try again. I mean, he. this is a high school, remember? Like, he had a little bit about it. Like, yeah. Like, that's not that unusual. Like, you remember being in high school, right? I was, uh... <laughs> I was a Chad from day one. No, I was horrifically awkward. But Elon's, like, a computer boy. Like, they could have fucking put him in the oven and set, set him on swag mode and made him like super normal to be fair he is like very much macking on suleta she just doesn't really she's not receptive to it because she has a fiance yeah he's cool though i like i let me again elon five is like one of my favorite characters in the show now because he's just a funny guy yeah he's literally nice um as as sophie like runs off with suleta to kind of get away from elon um noria walks up to him and, like, bumps into him and, like, Assassin's Creed pickpockets to him taking his phone. But, like, oh, my God. The the shorthand of Noria as a sicko is so strong here because we see her notebook as she talks to Elon. And it's, like, ants crawling over a cow skull, a ruined building, a fucking dead her. snake. Like, I was like that in high school. Like, I was like that. Um... I mean, like, maybe if, like, like I was like that. I was, like, that edgy in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like, yeah, like, um, I really like Norea. I really like this whole, like, sort of, like, goth thing. Like, maybe she has going on. I really hope it's, like, a goth thing. Like, that is super cool. And um, if we were in high school together, I totally would have wanted to hang out with her because I thought oh, she was so cool. Oh, absolutely. I mean, her name literally is like Noria of the Night, right? Like that is, so, that is like so rad. She's fucking cool. And like as as we see her sicko drawings, she says, this place has clean buildings and fresh air. It makes me sick. I'm like just fucking pumping my fist, hooting and hollering like, yes, you sicko. I love your shit already. Yeah, like, um, I've seen some people talking about how, like, they kind of, like, want to, like, um, they kind of, like, want to ship her and Elon 5. Because they have the same beautiful green eyes. Like, I don't really get it, but it's like, you know what, like, uh, goth GF, like, I'm not sure if, like, he deserves a goth GF yet, but you know what, fuck it, like, he gets He deserves the world. (laughs) Yeah, he can have a goth GF. He's not getting a Tanuki GF, I can tell you that much. Yeah, but he's getting a goth GF. Like that's... He's getting a goth GF. You're welcome, Elon5. Um, we see Nika get confronted by Martin, who asks her, Hey, what happened at Plant Quetta? Why did you send a weird signal out? And she blows him off. She just says, Oh, it was an SOS. Don't worry about it. And she walks off. And she's just being so cagey and, you know, doesn't want anyone to figure out what really happened. And... Uh, we learned that next episode Fortnite is going to happen. Uh, yeah, like Fortnite, Rumble Fortnite, Ring. Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. Yeah, they're on Victory Royale. Heading on to Tomato Town. 
Oh fuck! Your tomato shit. That's real. Yeah. It's the battle for Tomato Town. It's <laughs> of course. No one told Suleta that she has to fight in this because she's the holder. No one tells this girl shit. She just learns the day before and is like, "Ah, oh, fuck! I gotta do this now too." Um, it's the Rumble Ring. It's it, it's 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 the battle for Tomato Town. It's a big battle royale that the whole school has to do for some reason. Um, we 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 cut over from that to um, everyone's like, "Hey, where's Nika and where's the transfer students?" And of course, Sophie and Noria they're hacking into Gundam Fair Act using Elon's stolen phone. Trying to like find out uh, something about the permit, and Nori is not able to hack into it because it's encrypted. Like, yeah, no shit. The war crimes medal is like encrypted, and you can't get data on it. Yeah, why, like, are, you, uh, why are you surprised? I don't know. Maybe she also wanted to, and it's like, fuck. I was also going to like sabotage it by installing a Bitcoin miner on it too, so it runs like really slow. Fuck, Elon's gun doesn't even have ha- Flappy Bird installed on it. This shit sucks. Yeah, like, you don't even have any games on your phone. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Do you have games on your Gundam? Uh, Nika rolls up and says, Hey, I know you're terrorists from Earth. If you don't stop it right now, I'm going to report all three of us for being brought into the school because of shell corporations that are fake. And to this, Sophie grapples down and, like, kicks Nika to the ground and steps on the phone. And Noria says, Ah, uh, remember Zeta Gundam? I'm going to step on her with this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she kind of even has like the same like blue hair going on, like. And and Farak has a very Titansy color scheme. Yeah, like of course you have blue hair and want to step on a Gundam. And fucking fucking pronouns. Uh, Suleta drifts in on one of them Haro scooters yeah, and like, like rescues like, Nika. Um, I guess like at some point to let she might have picked up some tricks from Mirene, like Mirene Rembrandt's pro skater. Pro That's true. Yeah. Now it's Suleta Mercury's pro, pro scooter. One, uh, what is it? Like 195? No, that's after Colony. I forget what your uh, Astacassi is. Doesn't matter. Suleta does a really fucking sick drift. And, and she's like telling off Sophie and Noria while she's like upside down with Nika on top of her. Like still like splayed out on the ground. Um, We get just the most delicious laden dialogue of Sophie saying, Gundams are killing machines. And Suleta says, no, Gundams will save lives with the gun format. And I'm just thinking, Suleta, do you know what show you're in right now? <laughs> like, nobody's told her. Like No oh. one told her that they're killing machines. Oh, fuck. She doesn't know. She's making a fool of herself. Oh, God. No, no. Uh, she saves the day by preventing their deaths by challenging Sophie and Noria to a duel and to they which they agree. It. Why? Why not kill them know, and get like, on with it? Like also like in that like they were also like taking a rant about how like the whole like dueling system is like, what is this? What is this? Fortnite? The dueling system is like bullshit at this point. Actually, no, I just realized they're not supposed to kill Soleta because Nori or Sophie very much says, hey, don't step on the holder. So I guess they go along with the duel because they still need to keep up a facade for a little bit longer. But regardless, they agree. Um, and the they, very last, or I'm sorry, we before the last bit. Well, and they, they are like, it's like, yeah, like we are not going to fall. We are not going to fall out like your dumb school rules. Like we are going to have this duel our style. Like we're it, going to kill you. It's not like we okay. want to have a duel, no, Baka. Because remember, I thought like. Also, I just remember that I thought your TikToks are cringe, Saleta. 
damn, Suleta, fucking your aerial song sucks shit. You should have Millie rocked it instead. <laughs> uh, we get the ending. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually have, like, some things to, yeah, like, oh, yeah. really, really cool. I really love the part where it was, like, Suleta, like, dancing around in, like, that really cool, like, black dress. Yeah, where she's, like, directing all the bits. Yes. I definitely would have worn that dress to prom when I was, like, an edgy goth in high school. I also definitely would have worn, like, Dorothy as, like, her black outfit with, like, the illusion mask and the gloves. Like, I would have worn that to prom when I was in high school, but, like, I didn't because I didn't know. I didn't even know that it existed, but if I had to... But if I did, I definitely would have showed up rocking the Dorothy Catalonia drip. Maybe not the eyebrows, because I definitely, like, that was definitely... Well, yeah, you're not going to rock the fucking World of Warcraft elf eyebrows. No, like, this was like, when I was going to prom, it was like the start of, like, the Anastasia of Beverly Hills, like, dip brow era. Oh, sure. Where basically you wanted to look as much like... You what you drew your eyebrows on using a sharpie, but you used like the chisel tip thick sharpie instead of like the skinny mm. one, like how sharpie brows used to be. So I would have probably rocked up with that, and it's like, oh my god, like when are we going to stop messing with our eyebrows and just let like people figure out what flatters their faces? Like <laughs> just end up me- like we just keep messing it up and just like an eternal cycle an eternal waltz of like oh like now oh like get make your eyebrows skinny no make your eyebrows thick no make your eyebrows bushy and fluffy no make your eyebrows fork off into two little make your eyebrows fork off into two giant points like a pair of giant tweezers on your forehead it is the never-ending cycle of fashion uh after the ending, we, we, we get a little bit of Mirene. Remember her, the other main character? Yeah. Uh, she's talking with Prospera, and Prospera just says, Hey, uh, we're going to use Gun to rewrite this world into one without war. You are going to be in charge of Quiet Zero now, Mirene. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Don't you love it? Also, like, Mirene kind of got, like, a cute little business casual upgrade. Yeah, she's wearing her, her, her finest father coma fit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um... Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, girl, like, I kind of did have a problem with, like, Relina doing it. It's like, girl, you are, like, 15, and you are dressing, like, um, and you are dressing, like, like, girl, like, you are fit, like, girl, you are still a teenager, like, why are you dressing like you, why are you dressing like you are, why are you dressing like, a Republican politician. <laughs> Why are you dressed like? It's because she's a, it's because she's a CEO. It's like yeah, like, like like that's not even like business casual. Like I mean, I know like you're kind of also like kind of down about like stuff because and like maybe like you don't, but like girl, like dad's in a coma. Like that's like sweatpants and a hoodie, not like um. Not like it's it's you know what it is it's the <laughs> meme of the guy in the suit and then the guy in the suit was like d- dressing up to Suleta's battle in Plant Quetta versus dressing up for my dad in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Regardless, that's where the episode ends. So hey, this is episode fourteen of Mobile Suit Gundam Gwitch. What they wish for. 
Prosper informs Marine that Quiet Zero is a project that aims to use Permit to create a data storm to control all external systems, eliminating war entirely. We also learn that it was created not by Dowling, but by Marine's mother, Notrep. At the school, the festival is ongoing with all the Earth House students worried about Nika, but she continues to brush everyone off. Later in the festival, the rumble ring begins, but is quickly thrown into disarray when Shadik's plan is hatched, and Sophie and Noria break into the front and start attacking the students with intent to kill. Suleta takes the fight with Sophie outside, and as it reaches a fever pitch, Suleta goes permit 6, and we finally get the big reveal! The reason Suleta is able to survive the data storm with no side effects is that she isn't the only one inside Ariel. Remember Eric Samaya? She's Gundam! I can't- they just fucking like- they just said it. Oh, be careful what you wish for, because you just might get it. They I just said it. I mean, like, to be fair, okay, I'm, I'm housing area discussion until later. We, we have to talk about Quiet Zero first. Um, this is Metal Gear Solid 4. Like, couldn't you just do, like, what they did in Pacific Rim and make there be two pilots? Like, uh, this is kind of excessive. I, we'll, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to when we get to Aerie. Uh, I will say, Quiet Zero is a more interesting thing to me than I thought it would be. Using <laughs> basically like it's what I thought it would. I mean, sorry, I I this is what I thought Quiet Zero would be, but I I'm surprised that it is what this is. I'm surprised it's not like Death Gun. It's basically like oh, we're gonna shut down everything using permits so nothing can fight and there won't be war. First of all, that doesn't mean there won't be war. That means you're the only one who has to do war, Prosper. I know your shit. Um, yeah, yeah, I it's Metal Gear Solid 4 with the fucking Gear. gun IDs. Metal Gear? Yeah, Metal Gear Solid 4, they do a thing where, like, the, the guns, they just, like, make all the guns stop working, because at that point in the future, all the guns are, like, ID-locked, kind of, so, like, no one can fire them. It, it's a similar concept, but again, it means that whoever's in control of that is the only one who gets to fire guns. Um, it's been a while, there's probably a lot of other shit that happened in Metal Gear Solid 4, who can say? But, yeah. it, Quiet Zero is interesting to me. The fact that you know, shutting down everything. Again, that means that the only things that can fight are Gundams, which is a pretty scary scenario. Isn't that just like a giant EMP or like Minovsky whatever's? Pretty much, yeah. Like, you use permit to just t tell everything to turn off. But presumably you can, if you have permit, you can like turn yourself back on or prevent from being turned off in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Thereabouts. Uh an aerial will be the trigger for all of this. Uh, again, not. I was great. actually like thinking about it and like from what like what it was sounding like for like what Quiet Zero was like. I was kind of actually worried that oh, this is going to be another human instrumentality project again, isn't it, Mecha Anime? Like I know you love your tropes. Yeah, well, it's not, which is a nice thing. It, it's not. No one's getting turned to goo. Yeah. Wonderful. I mean, it's, it's just like I, it's just like you can't turn on the microwave and make like a chili dog. Hmm. Song of the Hedgehog in shambles. But yeah, we, we like learned that it was Nutret's idea. We don't learn anything beyond that. It's just Prosper saying, oh, yeah, it was your mom's idea. So so do it. Uh, and I'm not even sure that if that was going to be like, um, I'm not even sure like Prospera could be lying. She, I don't know. I feel like that's probably true. But like, Again, twisting what it was actually going to be used for to something else. Like, you know, telling a chilling a, a, a lie within a truth or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, we also learned that they're like that was basically the reason that she sent Suleta to the school to like have Ariel do all these duels and her become a holder so she could like 
basically test the permit and be able to push it to where it can do quiet zero. Kind of crazy. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like we're getting a lot of reveals only two episodes into the second half of the series. There's yeah. like, what, ten more after this? Kind of nuts. Yeah. What could happen? Who knows? Maybe they'll... Who knows? Maybe there will be more. Oh, God. I mean, knowing this show, there is definitely going to be more. I just wonder what else there is. Um, regardless, we, we, we move from Quiet Zero to the festival, and all these fucking bozos do not want their fresh goat milk. I mean, I've never actually, like, drank goat milk, but I've had it in, like, cheese before. It's like they're grossed out by the smell of a goat. Grow up. It's a nice aminal. We like goat. I like it. It's literally the goat. It's li- it's literally the goat. Um, everyone, Why do you, you know, call it that. Like they're the goat. They're the greatest. They're the goat. Uh, Nika's yeah. still fucking being weird, and we get a little bit of backstory of like she talks to Suetta about you know she always wanted to go to school and she was you know always on her own just building components, and eventually she got a chance and. She thought she was like Saleta, but I guess she's not. Whatever. Nika, Nika's in her head. Nika's on her bullshit about all this. And I don't imagine it's going to stop anytime soon, especially given what happens later on. Um, Suleta just... Takes she, she's She's doing her thing. Everyone's doing their fucking thing. Elon 5 shows up and does his thing and is like, hey, go out with me. And Suleta says, nope. And, and Sophie takes her away. And Elon's like, all right, damn, next time, I guess. <laughs> um... Noria shows up to say shit at Elon when this happens. Yeah. And and she's like, Gundam pilots don't always get a next time. And Elon says, very true, but I look into your eyes and your eyes are just like his. And those eyes remind me of a pitiful guy who couldn't even choose whether he'd live or die. He died alone. How sad. So he's talking about Elon 4, presumably. Yeah, like, maybe, like, back on Earth. Like, I know that these guys are like, um, like, I guess that, like, Maybe they actually knew each other, like the guy before he got turned into Eli. No, no, I don't think. I think it's more like he just sees her bright green eyes and is like, hey, I know that. Because I I, I don't I I feel like it's very inconsequential who Elon is. This Elon. I mean, Elon 4, it was pretty important who he was. But I feel like at this point, Elon 5, I don't anticipate knowing who this one is because it doesn't really matter. At least yeah. it won't. It doesn't matter now. Maybe it'll matter in the future, and I'll you know. Pee my pants. Yeah, like they're all Earth orphans here. Yeah, we're all fucked up at Astacasia. This school sucks. Yeah. Um, we so Sophie eventually later on she talks to Saleta. She's like, "Hey, I figured out what my stake in the duel is. Uh, if I win, you get to be my real sister." Uh, of course, uh, Saleta's stake in the duel is they have to leave Nika alone if she wins. Because remember, they're trying to like kill her, or whatever. <laughs> um, Saleta not is, know that. Right. She apologizes to Sophie, though. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. You're not going to win because I have to win because I have to remain Meereen's bride. And Sophie's like, oh, so if I kill Meereen, you'll be my sister then. Got it. I'm taking notes down. Thank you for that. Smart girl. Clever. Smart girl. I don't think that's the takeaway, but smart girl. Yeah. Clever girl. Um, Yeah. So we are getting ready. Everyone gets on the battle bus. Uh, the Rebel Ring is announced. We see, I think for like for the first time in the entire series, Cecilia is standing up and is not like lounging on the couch in the in the dual committee zone. Playing with like her fingernails. Yeah, she's actually standing up doing things. Um, 
it's 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 fucking Fortnite. We see Lauda getting ready because he's like, this is my last action as a student. I'm becoming CEO tomorrow, so I'm gonna fucking c- c- crush Zuleta's ass, and everyone cheers. Fortnite, like I am going to play the best Fortnite game ever. I have the fucking ninja skin. I'm, I'm I got we got fucking Venom's on my team. Goku's here. Sasuke's hitting the fucking gritty. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm running out of things to f- Fortnite. I don't know. I've never actually played Fortnite. I am really bad at that kind of video game. Soleta, if I win, you have to give me a thousand V-Bucks so I can get the new uh, German 985 Fortnite skin. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do see... Uh, so uh, it's like... It's Elon... No, Elon. No, Elon's there. Lauda and Felsi are together. They're, they're, they're in like Jeturk House. Um, Sabina and like the Turk House wants to like they really want to throw down (laughs) because they're they're the house that sucks the most. I guess Pale House is like kind of dissolved at this point because Elon is like with Earth now, pretty much. Yeah, it's like yeah. I mean, but what about everybody else who was in that house? Uh, they're independent. They're third party. They're 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 fifth party now. They're oh fuck. They're the Green Party House. Libertarian house. Uh, they're the we... ones who like. Uh, they're like the ones who are out. Like, like now since like Elon is gone, like they're no longer like the nerd house, and they decided to try to like rebrand. With, like, yeah, pretty house. It's like um, they're like the ones who like will like get out like the togas or in like and we're, like we're, we're Greek house. Fuck yeah. Yeah! Woo! Uh, we're f- fucking, we're fucking, uh... Double Zeta! Woo! 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 <laughs> we're, we're double, double Zeta house! Fuck Zeta yeah! Frat name. Like, yeah. Like, I kind of make, like... Although, like, I don't know if it's, like, a real frat, if there is an actual double Zeta frat. But, like, I kind of... I think it can be anywhere. I, I think so, because frats, they're, like, two or three Greek letters. Hold on. I'm just gonna search Zeta... Zeta. There's a Zeta Zeta Zeta. I'm searching Zeta Zeta chapter. Um, okay. Zeta Zeta chapter from Zeta Phi Beta Sorority. So it exists. There's a double Zeta out there. Yeah. Pretty cool. Like, I actually looked up and, like, it's there's also an Alpha Beta Omega. There's actually. No! No! You can't! No, you can't do it! There's two of them. You can't do it. Well, there have to be two of them. There's three of them, really. If you, no, you can't. No. Um, anyway, fuck shit. Uh, for from from Grassley House, it's Sabina Farton and the other girl that looks like Felsi Renee, Renee Costa, and Sabina. Yeah, Farton. it's like I saw like um, people were like, wait, like those are like those those are actually like two different people. Yeah, I know, right? There's like three different weird feral blonde girls in the show. Well, two now. Uh oh. Um. Obviously, Soleta's there. Choo Choo's there. Elon's there. As a redhead. Yeah, that's true. She's blonde. Again, well, again, my statement still stands. There's two feral blondes at the end of this episode. Um, so uh, we 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 begin the duel. Um, Belmeria like goes to visit Prosper as this starts uh, with the very important question we'll get to later. Uh, we see Sarius is like overseeing this fight he's in like the fucking he's in like a big like weird star wars ass throne elevator thing on the side of the arena um they they begin fighting uh 
the Feract is has like it doesn't have the big uh beam arquebus anymore. It's like two beam rifles that you can like slap together to make a bigger beam rifle. Like a um, buster rifle. Oh yeah. Um like Buster Sword. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean the Buster Sword is like like five different shits if it's Advent Children's. Anyway. Um Choo Choo almost like shoots a student down, but then she gets kind of like a a PTSD style flashback of you know, people dying at Plant Quetta. I was like, oh, fuck, shit, this is bad. And yeah. doesn't. Um, like, and like, I just have to say something about Choo Choo. I really do not like people making jokes about her. Like, oh, she would like, oh, like, she hates people from space. She would join the Titans. It's like, no, like, Choo Choo has, like, a head on her shoulders and, like, a brain. And she would, like, notice that, like, oh, these guys suck. I am going to, like, I, I am going to go off on my own because, like, it's not really, like, about, like, oh, Earth good, space bad. It's like, oh, like, these guys suck, and these guys suck and, like, are oppressing people. I'm not really sure about if she would join AU because AU also has, like, a bunch of other bullshit. Like, she might just end up going off on her own and, like, the, like the double Zeta kids. Like, she's, like, she's a smart cookie. The correct answer is that she wouldn't join any of those organizations because that's the wrong timeline, Choo Choo. Where the where, how'd you get how'd you fucking get to UC? She's not like she's too powerful. Like she can do whatever she wants. So uh, fighting happens. Lauda goes up to attack Suleta because again he's pissed as hell. Um, at this point, the Lafrits bust through. They they, they roll up. And, like, the Lafrith or just straight up, like, crunches Lauda's heads, his mobile suit's head into the ground. And things are bad. He's, like, um, he's doing bad. Yeah, you know, he gets fucked up real, real like, bad. Um, yeah. It's not good. And at this point, everyone's like, wait, where the fuck is front management? This shouldn't be happening. And, of course, we see Nika trying to call front management. But now another one of the Grassley girls is like, hey, don't. <laughs> Shadik's, let, let Shadik cook. As she grabs the phone out of her hands, uh, because she deeks behind all this, burning the house down. Yeah, right. It's not good. Again, I mean, at this point, I, I think Shadik realized that this is like putting the whole plan in motion. Nothing can be stopped now. And um, he's going to try to kill his dad. Yeah. It, again, let him cook. <laughs> he can be boss baby if he wants to. Uh, we see finally Suleta realizes after she sees the Lafrith ore, she's like. Oh, fuck, that's Sophie. And Sophie starts just, like, shooting everything. She basically shoots an entire hole in the arena. Uh, her her so beam output have, is like, raised I to illegal like levels. All, I guess, like, all the weapons are, like, nerf for the suits inside the school. And it's, like, the guy pulls up on his, like, horror and it's, like, wait, like, these guys, like, that's against regulation. Like, you can't yeah. do that. That's against the rules. You can't be doing this right now. And they don't give a shit. They just start shooting like crazy. Um, we, we see they, they eventually like, I'm sorry. So Lefrith Orr and Lefrith Thorn, they go permit score three and they summon, they're called Gundvolvas. They're, they're like fucking mobile dolls. They're, they're Gundams that are controlled by another Gundam. Uh, it's bad. (laughs) They have like 20 of these fucking guys and they're just killing everyone. There are 20 vaginas. Zeta only, UC only had four. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, we, we, notable here is like the Grassley girls. They have to like 
they knew this is going to happen, so they're kind of like pretending to be on the back foot and then losing as they kind of like edge their way over to Sirius to like quote unquote keep him safe. Um, like, uh, like Elon gets a line. What does he say? He says like, "Look, trying my best will try and get like get me killed." <laughs> That's right. He's like, "Hey, fuck this! I don't give a shit." Bye. <laughs> oh, good old Elon. Love that guy. Uh, Sophie blows a hole in the wall and like brings Suleta outside, and she she starts yelling at Suleta because Suleta has all these nice things and Sophie has nothing, and she, you know she she's like, "Oh, I can't have all these things. I can't have a family or a nice bed." And again, she's like mad at Suleta for not realizing that Gundams are killing machines, and Suleta's like, "But they're not killing machines." And then she remembers the time she killed someone with a Gundam, and she's like, "What? But that's not well. That's not true. It is true." She, she, she doesn't get it. She just doesn't get it. I think she like specifically is like, you can't kill people for your own wishes. And remember is like, oh, but I did that too. Ah, oh, Bean, this uh, moral quandary. Killing is bad. Wow, cool robot. And like, uh, Prospera and Belmaria are talking. Well, oh, they're, they're fucking talking. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before they talk, though, we do see... Um, Two more of the Grassley girls, they show up and, like, shoot Sirius's guards and knock him out and abduct him into one of the, um, one of their suits. So, like, again, Sirius is, like, kidnapped his own yeah. father, or, uh, Shadig's kidnapped his own father. Yeah, like, that dude is toast. It's like, um, I guess, like, maybe, like, you should have stuck to wearing a maxi skirt and flip-flops, Shadig. Or maybe, <laughs> like, um, uh, if you wanted to be, like, ghoul so but I bob so bad um or maybe like cut out holes where your nipples would be on a tank top so like uh maybe that's not the best way to like emulate the popular kid yeah uh so okay so yes um right before we see a, a scene with belmaria and prospera uh sophie's like getting super super fucked up from all the permit she's inhaling like i guess and says like, way too high like calm down like like go out, take like go out and get some fresh air. Have like some water. Eat something, please. Mm-hmm. Like you're just like too. You are way too high, Sophie. Like you she's cooking, doing this, and it always ruins the party. Uh, Suleta S- S- says, hey, uh, "Fuck this!" Actually, and then goes permit score six. We love to see it. It goes blue. She 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 does the thing that Unicorn does, and like she takes control of all the Gundvolves. The permit kind of glows like purplish. Um. And and Sophie's like, hey, wait a fucking minute. I realize this whole time I've been fighting you, I've never gotten that battle rush, but I can finally hear that beautiful voice. And what what do Belmaria and Prospera talk about here? Hey, where's Aerie? Where's Aerie? You had another daughter, Prospera. What happened to her? How's she doing? She's still here, like, I swear. Like, yeah, I just saw her, like, a month ago or something. Or whatever, like she's still here. Nothing, nothing, nothing suspicious, Bill Maria. Like, come on, like she. I mean, to, to Prosper's credit, she's like, I know what you want to ask. Fucking say it. I'll answer honestly. <laughs> Please stop playing this game. Like, it's chill, bruh. And we learn that Eric Samaya is Gundam Ariel. Uh oh. <laughs> Oh beans. Oh fuck. The Shit. iPad baby has become the iPad. <laughs> oh fuck. So it's interesting to me that you know, you can do this with literally any TV show pretty much talking about how 
you can trace sort of like modern day societal woes to what people are writing in shows, fiction shows. And it's very interesting to me that in the last 10 years or so, we've had three different Gundam series do the whole soul person con- like inside the robot thing. Like we saw it with Grey's Ein and Iron-Blooded Orphans. We saw it with um, uh, Rita in narrative. And now we're seeing it with uh, Ari in Ariel. And I just think it's a little interesting that they seem to be kind of painting a picture of being concerned that people are becoming too integrated with technology. Just a little thought I've had and a little observation I've made. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Yeah. However, like, I mean, I get to watch Tech Talk. Yeah, that's true. It, it makes it all worth it. Yeah. Uh, I guess as, I play Fortnite. You guys love playing Fortnite on my iPad. That's also my older sister. Uh, <laughs> Sophie, as she's like dying, because again, she's dying, permit. It's not good. She's she's about to die, but she sees little she sees little baby Aerie look back at her and smile. Remember her from the prologue? <laughs> How did she get in there? Like iPad baby, no. iPad baby, no. Fuck, we gotta pull you out from the USB cable. Um, Prosper is horrendously normal about all this. Yeah, very. She loves this. She loves this shit. She's like, Aerie is the future of Gund. And I guess just like hands Belmaria a data pad about how cool Quiet Zero is. And Belmaria's like, this, this fucking sucks, dude. This sucks so bad. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, because Belmaria's like, all right, if your plan's Quiet Zero, you do not need a permit score of six to accomplish it. And Prospera just says, well, I want to rewrite the world so that Aerie can be happy. Well, Prospera, I think that Aerie would probably be happy if she wasn't a Gundam. But I guess you didn't think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, owned. 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 Eh. Incorrect buzzer. What? Uh, as as Suleta, like, rushes over after the battle to, to see Sophie's corpse, Noria, like, shows up in tears saying, you didn't kill her. She died from permit before that. And Noria's like... Speed. She got too high. I remember. I saw this in my dare. <laughs> a Gundam Daryl, thank you so much. Um Noria's like, she died from the Gundam's curse. I'm gonna die from the Gundam's curse. You're not though. What the fuck are you? <laughs> oh shit. It's great. It's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh the, the the final little bit is like we see Earth House. They're getting detained. Uh, and they get informed that Nika's being arrested on suspicion of being a terrorist and is bad, and like we Where's see Suleta. Everyone's yeah, everyone's in trouble. It's just guilt by association. Yeah. I wonder what happened to Bob. He's in the intro, he's... but he's not like Bob is in the intro, but he hasn't shown up. I miss that dude. I miss him so much. I'm sure he's fine after killing his own father. Yeah. I'm sure it didn't fuck him up at all. Yeah. Um no, he I mean hey, father. That's true. Maybe they're half brothers. He's the other half brother. Loudus is like quarter brother. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, if look, if Loud is about to fucking beef it, and we need a new CEO, I think it's time for Bob to show back up and and regain control. Yeah. Um, Bob. The 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 final little bit is like Suleta talking with her older sister Ariel and being reassured you're still uh, you're still doing the right thing. You know, great. Yeah. Uh, Everything. Timeline awesome. is still fucky. I'm glad that yeah. everything is awesome. Like, <laughs> Everything's going. You're part of a team. Uh. It, the timeline is still very fucky to me. Like, things don't still quite match up, so I, I imagine there's probably going to be more reveals about, like, what Ariel is and what happened to Aerie, truly, but until then, she's in the fuck 
fucking Gundam. Not great, but hey, at least we found her. I hope she'll get out. I can save her. <laughs> I, we can, Aerie will turn you into an NFT and you're going to hang out in the virtual world with Noah Kaiba and that's the only way we can possibly save you. <laughs> Wait, there's a Noah Kaiba? Oh, there sure fucking is a Noah Kaiba. He's nice. He wears shorts. The, hey, the fucked up part is he's the only real Kaiba, like blood Kaiba, because Seto and Mokubo were adopted. Wait, I thought he was like real, like he's a real person. Uh, no, well, he was a real person, but now he's a fucking computer boy. No. Oh, oh, you mean you mean like a, a, a person who lived in real life? Yeah, yeah. No, no. That'd be cool, though. That'd be fucking cool. I'd like no. I wish Noah Kaiba was a real person. Even my best friend. I love that little fucking NFT boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. That's Gundam, though. Yeah, that was Gundam. That was a show. Um, I wonder... I don't have anything prepared. I'm just gonna, like, real quick, search online to see who Prospera Mercury's voice actor is. Because we'll see if she's done anything notable. I have, like, since, like, um, I actually have a new theory. Um, since... Uh-huh. The Aries Ariel thing has already been proven, and now we need like a new theory to like go crazy over on like Reddit. Um, I'm just saying this. Prospera, what if like Prospera and um, Elric? What if they're like two completely different people? Yeah, I mean, uh, really. What if at this point, who fucking knows? Something about like um, in like the first episode where like Saleta was like trying to like comfort Nika, she actually brings up something about um Prospera, her mom being like a quiet being like a being like a silent magician. Mm. More Tempest stuff for y'all. Interesting. Well, that's who can possibly say? I'm babe, we got ten more episodes of this. We'll find out. Um all right, here's a quick... I, I, I got it. Is it Beyond Toon World? You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Toon World! You know it. You love it. My my, my favorite segment. We're going to talk about Prospero Mercury's voice actor, uh, Mamiko Noto, who was born February 6, 1980, in Kanazawa, Ishikawa, Japan. She's been a voice actress since about 2000 or 1998, according to Wikipedia. That's awesome. She's been in things such as Florimon in Digimon Frontier, uh, fucking Inuyasha as Rin, and First Year Girl in episode 38. Awesome. She was Freya in Princess Tutu. Fucking, oh, she was Yuka in Elfin Lead. Remember Elfin Lead? Um, I'm just scrolling through this shit live. Like, I just keep drawing a blank, and it's not for any other reasons. Like, I... In in Bakugan Battle Brawler, she was Alice. Remember Bakugan? Oh, she was Katomi Ichinose in Clanad. I remember that show actually. Remember, like I, I actually used to be like really, really into Bakugan. Like I actually had like one of them, and they were just like carrying around with me. It's like I thought it would be cool, but like literally nobody else at school was into Bakugan. They Bakugan's were, fucking cool. Those people are bozos. It was like I was being a weirdo. Hmm. All right. Let's see. In 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 fairy tale, she voiced none other than Mavis Vermilion. I don't know who that is. I didn't get that far in fairy tale. Uh, she was Kaluto Zoldic in Hunter Hunter. She was Arya in Saint Seiya Omega. 
Of course, she was also in Code Geass, Akito the Exiled as Maria Shing in one episode. She was Hinako Inui in Food Wars. I really want to read Food Wars, actually. Haven't done it yet. Uh, in ReZero, she was Elsa Granhert in... Oh, fuck, wait, hang on. This is one I know. In JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable. She was none other than Yukako Yamagishi, who the girl with the cool hair. Which girl with the cool hair? That's like 50 of them. Uh, she's the one whose stand just controls her hair. Oh, that's Love cool. Deluxe. She's nice. I like Yukako. She's funny. <laughs> um, in A Place Further Than the Universe, she's Gin Toto in... Oh, fuck! I've read a lot of manga. I mean, I've been reading a lot of manga since like last year, right? But I've read a lot of manga since we, we took break. Uh, <clears throat> I read all of Golden Kamui, so I'm pleased to report that in Golden Kamui, she voices Inkarmot. Fucking love Inkarmot. Great character. Hmm. Um, shit, she's in another Bakugan series. In Bakugan Battle Planet, she's Pyrevian. There's more My favorite Bakugan. character. <laughs> she's in more Bakugan. Uh, what's up? There's more Bakugan? Uh, pers- I guess. I don't know. Maybe Bakugan's like really big in Japan. And just never took off in America, which makes sense to me. Um, oh my god, in 2020's Bakugan Armored Alliance, she also voices Pyravian. Fuck yeah. Fuck yes. More Bakugan. Um, more ba- I love those funny little balls. Yeah. In Cells at Work, she voices the narrator. Of course, she's Prospera in The Witch from Mercury. Uh, she's June Kazama in Tekken Bloodline. She's Kanae Katagiri in Bleach's Thousand Year Blood War. Uh, that's... Uh, that's a lot of the main things. Um, Has she done anything weird in like a dub? I'm looking. Um, oh, she was in a lot of video games. She was a Roma in Professor Layton games. Uh, she's Fuka Yamagi. Oh, she's Fuka in Persona 3. Oh my God. That's a big deal. I know her. She's Luna in Zero Escape. She voices Merlina the Wizard in Sonic and the Black Knight. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. Let's ski. is going to cut a lot of this out oh in Decidia final fantasy opera omnia she voices garnet from final fantasy 9 which is the best final fantasy game that's a pretty cool i love I like her. that i really love dagger like she's my favorite like i love she her. voices catherine in reviled video game catherine from atlas uh she voices obviously she voices yukako in the jojo's games as well um dubbing roles let's see all right what do we got here She's Morgan and Amber Tate in the iCarly dub. <laughs> iCarly? Is a Japanese iCarly dub? Yeah, but it's actually Ore Carly in Japanese. I think that she's more like a Watashi person. <laughs> Ore Sama no Carly. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's one of the stupid things I've said. Um, she is Ravager in the Arrow dub. I know. Uh, I know about the Arrowverse is that like there are more it has an equal that throughout like all of the shows that are involved in that there is an equal number of episodes to One Piece but because it is a CW show they're all like twice as long as a One Piece episode there is no fucking way there's as many Arrow there's like a thousand One Piece episodes there's not that many Arrow episodes I'm talking about in, like, the whole, like, crossover, like, DC TV universe, like, twice the number. You basically, in order to get everything, you need to watch One Piece twice. No, uh, oh, uh, okay, time-wise, probably. There's, it says there's 635 Arrowverse episodes, and if, yeah, if they're CW-length, they're, like, 
that is longer than all of One Piece, which is mm-hmm. kind of extremely fucked up. Yeah. Uh, she's she also has the dub voice of Jean Grey, which is pretty cool. That's cool. I love that. Like I literally I like her after her. She's fucking cool. Let her cook. She's a girl boss. Yeah. Oh, she's also the really cool snail from Naruto or the slug thing that um Tsunade has Katsuyu. Mm. And that's it. That's uh that's Mamiko Noto. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um. Um. Is there one more thing you wanted to add? Like um, what's your robot of the week, Max? What a wonderful question, Phoenix. Thank you so much. My robot of the week is I've been playing a lot of this game called Wild Hearts lately, which is like an um it's a Monster Hunter styled game by EA. And you get these little fucking uh they're called um Kogane. They're basically like a little they're like little uh minion-esque little dudes, just round ball guys that are powered by this kind of celestial thread. They're kind of robots. They kind of rattle around and do different functions for you, oh, and like you. dispense healing mist and attack monsters. That's my robot. Yeah, is is, is the Kogane? Minions, because they're small and round and yellowish. Yes, it's the, my brain is fundamentally broken. This has been established in podcast lore of mine. <laughs> I see minions where there are there are no minions. <laughs> um, yeah, that's Kogane. Uh, and that's basically us. So we're wrapping up. Uh, Phoenix, where can we find you on the internet? Um, I actually do have something to plug again. Fuck um, yeah. For um celebrating sort of like Witch from Mercury, I actually am involved with um the Dojin group gunship. Um let me look up what their hang on, like you can cut this out. Let me look up what their like Twitter handle. Yeah. Um I am actually involved with a group called Dojin Group Gunship. Um, they are at Twitter, and I think they're also on Tumblr at DG Gunship. And I actually am involved in their latest project, which is um, a Witch from Mercury themed tarot deck. Um, and you can Ooh. find them on Twitter at DG Gunship. And I also think they're on Tumblr at the same thing as well. So, like, yeah, I have like something to plug. And I involved. I actually did art for one of the cards. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I am, like, really happy. Like, this is my first time ever participating in a zine-like thing. And, like, they're super cool. And, like, they just, like, yeah. Right. Um, You can also find me on Twitter at Full Fringle. Like, um, it's, like, Full Frontal, but also, like, that Gus Fring guy from, I think he was, like, Breaking Bad. He was Breaking Bad. Yeah. It's like Full Frontal and Gus Fring. And um, I am also on Tumblr at Destroy Scythe Heck. And um, I guess like, I guess like I've tried to like see like, okay, like maybe I'll try and figure out like how TikTok works finally. Like I'm super late on the trend. Um, I am also finally on TikTok at Squall McCartney. Pretty good. That's my favorite Final Fantasy VIII party member. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting G-Witch to be a bit more Final Fantasy VIII, and, like, I guess that prediction's out of the water. No, well, again, I mean, that's what Gundam Seed is about. I actually didn't really get Final Fantasy VIII vibes, but, like, we can talk about from Gundam Seed, but we can talk about... Oh, I'm just just saying, because Seed is a thing in in, in, in VIII. VIII was fine. It's better than Seven. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah. Um, I've been Max. I'm on Twitter at Maxi Bajilli, and I have other podcasts, believe it or not. There's a show that's called Pod of Greed, which is a show about Yu-Gi-Oh! We're on 5Ds, and it is the most batshit thing I've ever seen in my life. It's so fucking good. 
Listen to that on Twitter at Pod of Greedcast. Listen to Slappers Only at Slappers Only Pod on Twitter. We're doing a hiatus, but hey, since I'm back doing Gundam, which means I can probably be back doing Slappers soon. So tune in soon for our Final Fantasy XIV of Realm Reborn episode. Just that first part, because I haven't played any other shit. Um, that is so cool. This show's... Like, y'all are like really car gaming on motorcycling. It's fucking badass is what it is. It's so fucking <laughs> sick. God, I love Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, we're on Twitter at Wow Cool Podcast. We're on Discord, uh, which is found in our Twitter header and our episode descriptions. Come hang out with us and post your gunpla. Thank you to Noisebase.xyz for hosting this show and all my other shows and many, many more. Uh, we say XYZ because it's a Canadian show or n- network. I'm losing steam. My brain's not working. Network was Canadian. I guess like they could play us on the radio for like that. 10% thing that they have to do. I didn't know we were Canadian content. Well, I am aware. I'm American content hosted by Canada. Why the fuck did I say it like that? Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, that's fucking... That, that's it from us. Uh, so until next time, war is bad. Let's go, lesbians. Let's what? go! Peach. Peach.